You're listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host, Andy Clark, and his hangers on, Paul Ryan Alcock on 7FM. 7FM. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for my favourite fitness programme. Paul. What? I think I love you. The easy way to... St- oh, I don't really. Sorry, I got confused with you and the horse. Hi. Oh, it's going to be one of them. Did, so, you, did you get a bit confused then? I did. I wonder what he's doing. I was looking over yeah. to see what buttons he pressed. Uh, yeah, see, it's Valentine's Day, isn't it? Happy Valentine, Paul. Oh, with, yeah. um, um Happy Valentine's Day to you what? too. Yeah, but um, where's the card? Oh, blimey, where's that? Have I dropped one? Have I got... Have you dropped one? I hope not. It's on the floor somewhere. Small space, this. <laughs> so it is Valentine's Day today. Happy Valentine's to all of you. Yes. Apart from you with the funny haircut. I don't yeah. like you. You love us. Yeah. Three days until Shrove Cheese Day, Pancake Day. Ooh. Did you know that? Yeah. 29 days till Mother's Day. Oh. Yes, indeed. 82 days until the general election. Oh, great. But more importantly, how many how many days till... How many sleeps till Christmas? Well, it's going to be about 350. Oh, you are always two out. So whatever oh, really? you think next week, take two off. Okay. It's 13. Close. 313. And how many days till 2016? Uh, Five, well, at four, three, two, one. <laughs> 320. That's plus seven, isn't it? I know, I couldn't do it quick enough. What a burk. <laughs> what have you been doing this week, mate? Um, nothing brilliant. Bit of exercise, eating healthily, boring stuff. Can we Radio not, show. Can we not talk, yeah. Can we talk about, uh, not talk about broadband today? I don't <laughs> ever want to hear the word sky fibre broadband, oh, ever. You are... Crackling and on fire, but not necessarily with positive energy. Plus, I was awake at hour three thinking of it. Oh, stress, stress, man, stress, man. Plus, the other week, the other, the other part of my week hasn't gone brilliantly neither. No, I well, know. it's Dublin. No, that was nice. You got delayed, didn't you? I got delayed because of the fog. Oh, fog was it? Aye. Okay. But yeah, weren't you there? Yeah, it was all right. Dublin, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, just the one. <laughs> There's a joke there somewhere. Oh, dear. So it is Valentine's Day today, Paulie boy. Yeah, where are all our messages coming? It's also V-Day as well. V-Day. Focal point on an internal campaign to stop violence against women and girls. Very important. Ah. Or originally devised by Vagina Monologues writer Eve Ensler. Mm. Think about Sex Day. Designed to encourage everyone to think about the physical and psychological issues surrounding sexual activity. Right. Do we'll we... talk about that in a yeah. minute. I hope we won't. Read to your child day. That's in the US, by the way, this uh, read, read to your okay. child day. Ferris wheel day. That's really? like big wheel, isn't it? We call them big yeah, wheels. Yeah, yeah. Ferris. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's because Dave, Mike Ferris invented Yeah, them. Ferris, yeah. Uh, National have a heart day. Uh, National Creamfield chocolate day. What? Yes. Race uh, relations day. Okay. Yeah. It's all happening. It is, isn't it? And St. Cyril and Methodist day. Meth- Methodius day. Uh, patrons of Czech Republic, Europe, the Slavs. Well, well. We're going to celebrate all of those, uh, aren't we? We probably will. What's the time now? Yeah, that's pretty good. We'll get a couple in. Uh, <laughs> ten years ago today, YouTube registered its domain uh, Don February the 14th. Wow. Did you not know? Only that? ten years. Only ten years. And then uh, six years later, I registered one similar and got told off, so I had to give it back. <laughs> what did you call it? Can you I tell? Google.co.uk. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's amazing how, how, how horrible the nice, fluffy... Um, Google can be. I like that, yeah. Can't say any more than that, though. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> uh, the events today, uh, RBS Six Nations Rugby Day, England versus Italy at Twickenham. You going to watch that? 
Uh, no, okay, moving on. No. One billion rising, I Marble can't. Arch London. Annual global grassroots movement holds a day of action aiming to end violence toward women and girls again, which, ah. is, which is very important. Yeah, yeah. Uh, showbiz, My Hairy Valentine Award. Really? Yeah, the Beard Liberation Front announces the winner of annual accolade, recognising the sexiest beard wearer of the moment. Oh, I wonder who's going to win that. Yeah, it won't be me or you. you. for it. No. No. Not unless they're talking... No. Rugby star <laughs> Jeff Partling has won this for the past two years. Oh. Mm. Uh, and uh, this is obviously quite important for you. Britain got, Britain's Got Talent. London editions continue at the Dominion Theatre, attended by judges... Your best mate, Simon Cowell, Amanda Holden, Alicia Dixon, and David Walliams. Yeah, it was the other one I went in for. The Voice. Yeah. I know. Until Sunday the 15th. Wow. So, so we, need to get com- there. we need to complete our application form for the other oh, thing yeah. after this, because okay. I want to meet see what days are available. But I have got a zip straight away today. I'm going running in the rain oh, up a hill here. in the mud. What, a competition? Oh, no. Just on your own? No, it's more group four of us, I think. Oh, well, you do that. That's more important oh. than filling out this application if I just do it on my own. I really don't want to run. That's fine. That's They're fine. Be waiting for me if I don't go. Don't, that's fine. That's fine. You just crack on with that <laughs> and just regret it when I win it and you're not in it. Okay. I just will rub it in your face. You know me. <laughs> I know. International events: the ICC Cricket World Cup today. England versus Australia starts at four thirty. Uh, Started at four thirty. England need three hundred and something to beat them. I don't know. Don't understand. Heard it on the news. Don't understand that strange shaped. Oh, it's not strange shaped. No, it's, it's just round. round. <laughs> well, it is strange shaped, isn't it? The oblong is the not oblong. <laughs> <laughs> you play, cr- play cricket with an oblong ball at school. I can't say. I used to when I was a little girl. The Rio Carnival continues in Brazil. I like Brazil. Yeah, I like the Rio Carnival. I bet you do. Have you ever been? No. Would you ever go? Uh, I would, but I wouldn't put the costumes on. I wouldn't either. Well, you got that one on, on now. Yeah, that thong really chaffs your, your what? thing. Okay. New York Fashion Week continues as well, but I think it's time to play a song. We bring you 7FM 7 Ball Breakfast Show today by the letter T... Uh, we got one for our special friend, Brigitte, later as well. She's got one in, hasn't she? She suggested a few answers. I think you actually. two should get a room, to be honest, when you start public, just both publicising your affection for each other on my own post. Oh, it's mine. I shared it. Exactly. And you've got every right to do that. <laughs> I, I tagged you in it I, to bring I, you into it. I just appreciate that, and I take back everything I've said. <laughs> okay. Brigitte, ignore me. I am clearly uh, a very... Stri- yeah, I'm clearly... There's something wrong with me. So I'm going to play a bit of this. Tell me what it is. Tom Jones. No. Oh. It's not that silly band she suggested. Oh, it might be. Not okay. the theorem, whatever they're called. That Swedish band that we're all for. Oh, gosh, no. What are they called? Temper... Blog or I something. I don't know. I'll look at that. It was all, they were terrible. Oh, they were really bad. They were. What's this? Oh, I don't know. You'll recognise it in a minute. It begins with T. Here we go. It's Swords of a Thousand Men by Tempole Tudor. This is 7FM. It's 10 minutes past 8. It's the 14th of Feb. It's Valentine's Day. Yeah. 
7FM needs your help. To get involved, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Don't bother it. We don't want you involved. We don't well, we like any do. of you. No, nothing. Bring us some food. I'm in a bad mood. You know, you're not. You were in a good mood a minute ago. I don't ago. care. I'm now in a bad mood. Tenfold Tudor, is that his fault? I'm bipolar. Oh, dear. Yeah. No, not bipolar. So we got a dress bottom half and a suit top half. Yeah. I'll explain it. <laughs> Killed that one. Do you know... What was I watching? Don't know. Antiques Road Trip. Antiques Road Trip? Yeah. <clears throat> I was watching that because I had live a rock and roll lifestyle. Is that with Fiona Bruce? No, that's Antiques... Road Show. Yeah. This is the road trip where they drive off around the country and all So isn't cars. Fiona Bruce in that? No. Nope. I didn't bother watching it. And do you know what the background music was? What? It was the Herb Olpert stuff oh. they were playing. Which and one? Was, the one that we always play, the Teddy... Not Teddy Bear. What was it called? Uh... <laughs> There you go. Oh. That was quite a good impression of a horn. <laughs> yeah, it? it was. And from that, I've actually got what it was, which was this. Taste of honey. Ah, <clears throat> that's it. I was instantly transported back to the radio station for very a second. Very good, very good. Well done. What's the matter? We're looking at stains again. Yeah, oh, but they're I don't... gone. Oh, they <coughs> well, they won't have gone, because they're... I'm hoping they haven't come back through. Looks fine. At the end of it, yeah, so I'm just going to smash the place up. <laughs> go and live in an igloo. Put a chainsaw. There's so many things outside of my control at the moment. You know what? NASA for a control freak, that is really bad. Tough going, yeah. If you yeah. want to get in contact today, don't bother. Yeah, they can. Well, they can, but I wouldn't bother. What's the point? What are we going to do? Talk to them? Oh, no. Drop us an email. Oh, we can studio at 7fm.com. I wouldn't bother. Uh, or you can email us at the same address again. That's twice I've said that. It says studio at 7fm.com. <laughs> you can uh, make textual intercourse with us by texting 0773 629 or you could call us, don't bother, 01452 That's our telephonic access device number, which you can make uh, textual and not textual, but uh, vocal. You could make textual context, can you? Yeah, you get that weird thing which says, You have a text message. Yeah. We are going to kill you and your family. It's a, it does sound like a Dalek. Yeah, it does a little bit. Oh, dear, 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 dear. What's happening with the news then? Nothing. Absolutely nothing top, today. Top one, top one. Oh, this would be about... Oh, Virgin... <coughs> I just need to do a little... <coughs> Virgin Media's Rural Broadband... Oh, broadband, plans. for God's sake. Oh, dear. Anger campaigners. Yes. Campaigners have expressed disappointment. The Virgin Media's three billion... Investment in broadband will not benefit rural areas. Yeah, that's not on, is it? Nope. The company said it had no plans to extend the network into the countryside, concentrating instead on expansion in towns and cities. The decision could exacerbate the rural-urban digital divide, said the Country and Land Association. Never heard of them. But a group that represents rural broadband providers... Oh, it's going to go wrong today. was unsurprised. With £1.7 of public funding going almost entirely through BT... It isn't surprising that an investment of this scale is focusing in areas that Virgin expects to see delivering better results, said Malcolm Corbett of the Independent Networks Cooperative Association. Virgin Media currently has 5 million customers, and its latest investment, which it claims is the biggest in broadband infrastructure in the UK for more than a decade, is expected to extend its network from 13 million to 17 million homes. So there you go. We've got rubbish broadband, and they're not going to do anything with us. Not until at least the end of 2015, which is rubbish. Well, I can tell you, I have rubbish broadband. In fact, <clears throat> I was talking to a BT engineer yesterday, funnily enough, not the one that came to the house. Did he know you, the new one? Yeah, the, yeah, and he said that um, he got so fed up with his BT broadband that he, uh, that he had for nothing. <laughs> Sorry, a BT guy got fed up with his own BT yeah, broadband? Which which he had for nothing. Okay. Um, but he was charged £180. Oh, dear. So he had a bill that says... Uh, the cost for your free broadband is £180. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he said to the woman, just read that out again. And she went, yeah, the cost for your free board brand is £180. She said, he said, no, no, can you just read it again slowly? And he said she did it really patronising. The cost for your free board brand, broadband, is a hundred... Oh, I see. Oh, no. He went, yeah. And she said, right, OK, we'll sort it. So they cut him off. <laughs> <laughs> then they reconnected him. <laughs> then they cut him off again. Then oh. they charged him a reconnection fee. Oh, you And then joking. a disconnection fee. And he just, his missus just went out and got fibre from Virgin. Now he's got 155 meg. Good grief. I lay awake at night dreaming of 155 meg. And he works for the company. Well, I don't know if he does now. He did, at least. Mm, just, about to, just happened to see him in the street. Right. Well, 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 well. Uh, Broadband yeah. does yeah. my head in. Doesn't it? It's, to be honest, though, we just put up with crap in this country. So I, we put up with very poor customer services. We do indeed, yeah. We tolerate it. Yeah. And then what we do is we moan about it. But what yeah. I do is I don't tolerate it. I complain and I moan about it. And you write an ode. I did write another ode. Yeah, I know. Did you see my email to the presenter's one in response to that saying, I've got a few things I want to moan about. Can you write me some songs? Oh, I didn't see that. I don't <laughs> read any of your responses. Oh, I, well, see, I made sure I replied to the emails now that you said You no, are good. I, I know that you get shirty and he says someone else then. Shirty? You, yeah. Where did that expression come from? I don't know. Look it up. Getting shirty. Look it up do. while we play another All song. Right, go on then. Um, don't forget you can, but don't bother getting in touch with us today. <laughs> now we're going to play another song. Uh, this is Travis, actually, and you may recognise it, Paulie Boy. It's one that you'll be familiar with, I think, to be is honest. Is it, why does it always rain now? No. What's that going to be? You keep your motor running. That one. Cabin oh, it is. Kitchen. You're good, boy. You're good. It was Travis. It is. Built in a remedy, job and Kennedy.
I like that. So they haven't tried to make it different, have they? No. It's very, very clear. I thought it was Queen. What, I reckon it is. I reckon he was just with the lead singer. Do you remember that George Michael one that um, <clears throat> that happened? George Michael sang with them, didn't he? Did a he, few performances. He, he did. I don't like this uh, music bed, so I'm going to put Spanish flea on. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. I like this. Spanish flea or fly? Flea. Criticise me. That was a question. You're on your back. It's a question. <laughs> <laughs> promises, promises. Oh, Helen Ray. Helen Ray's just uh, tweeted in. Don't get me started on this. Just try moving from my phone and broadband line to the new house. It's a complete nightmare. EE are just as bad. Have to wait three weeks for fibre, but they can't even activate your phone line in the interim because that's not the process. And the way they have done it meant the people moving into our old house couldn't have the phone line or broadband. Still, my order is complete. Shambles. Oh, dear. Like you say, we put up with this stuff, don't we? Well, we don't put up with it, but we are at the mercy of these big companies. Yeah. They've got us over a barrel. Exactly. Not acceptable. I don't know where that expression comes from either. Could you, well, did you look the other one up? Well, the only thing I can find, getting shirty, there, it seems to... So this, this is the Collins English Dictionary, uh, where it says, um, word origin, uh, circa 19th century, perhaps based on such phrases as, to get someone's shirt out to annoy someone. What? <laughs> Where'd that come from? Pathetic. Does what what you... website did you find that on? Smash it up now. That's Collins English Dictionary. Oh, is it? I love them. <laughs> they make great tea. I don't know what that means, though. Do you go to someone's wardrobe and get the shirt and go, look, I've got your shirt. Yeah, that sounds like Rick from the look, young yeah, ones. I've got your shirt. Rick, Rick. <laughs> or do you go up behind someone and pull their shirt out so it's not tucked ah. in? So, what was, what's the saying again? Get going shirty. Get shirty. So, you could say getting wedgy, because that would be a similar sort of thing, but a wedgy would be more pants. appropriately hurtful. That's your pants. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've got to be wearing some, though, to get sh- wedgie, did not you? Yeah, of course, you're commando, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, you're not a commando, you're just going commando. I just like to put wall paint on. You do. Do you know what? I find this, when I don't sleep, because I was up at half past three thinking about stuff that's happened in the week, and, yeah. of course, my problem with um, little BT. Chat, yeah. Well, not BT, it's not BT. It's not BT, it's Sky. My contract's with Sky. Yeah. As Helen's is with EE. Yeah. And local loop unbundling does not work. And it doesn't matter where the problem is. You're, uh, the people responsible for sorting out are the people you've got your contract with. The, spe- the people accountable for, for sorting it out are Sky. Yeah. The people who are responsible for sorting it out are BTO. But the problem is, Sky have signed up for, to a contract that they've accepted with BTO. Yeah. And they have... They, the, the first thing is to get a response within 72 hours. Now... That's rubbish. I'm pretty sure BT Infinity, if you get a line fault, they're there the next working day. So I am going to just can it all and go back to BT. And it does make you... I mean, I... <clears throat> we looked at changing broadband, and actually, some of your problems that you had made me said to Janine, let's just stick with BT, because they... I tell you. It's all in... All, you know, it's all their responsibility, and, the, you if, know, they got the lines and all you, this. If you talk to Sky, they'll say, no, no, BT have the same relationship with BTO that Sky does. That's not true, they don't. They no. have a different relationship, because BT pay for a different contract. Because at the end of the day, it's all part of BT group of companies. So, yeah. Gavin Patterson, or Gav, the Gavster, the Gavmeister, the Gavatron, <laughs> uh, Patterson at bt.com. Right. That's his email address, okay. as in jeremy.darek at bskyb.com okay they've had a few emails this week yeah and to be fair gavin patterson is taking action even though i have no commercial relationship with bt oh, that's fair enough oh or bt themselves. you used to work for him though didn't you yeah i did i know a little bit like when the guy came to fix the fault he went to climb the pole over there and i said mate don't bother he doesn't go at that dp anymore <laughs> it's all ug from the jrc at the end of the drive don't go at the dp it's dis ug or a sh and he went oh is it battery co- it's battery contact he said, it is battery contact 
You can hear that because you hear <laughs> over the top of it. And when you ring it, you get. Who are you phoning then? Oh, well, someone rings you. You yeah, get a ring yeah. trip. Oh, okay. Ooh. But the thing that would annoy me <clears throat> is Sky blaming BT and well, BT blaming Sky. Well, d- firstly, BT can't blame Sky because they they don't get into a position yeah. to blame Sky. But Sky blame BT. But isn't it like so? If you went and bought a I don't know video uh, video recorder DVD player yeah from Curry's <clears> and it's faulty <throat> and they take it back and they say oh you got to go to the manufacturer. Go back to yeah, that's, that's rubbish because exactly. your contract is with it's, it's the, the people same, you bought it off. The contract of sale is with the person you pay money yes. to. Normally. Yes. Normally, and 99% of the time it is. And that's why uh, I was reading in Witch this week about um, they tested that. And in fact, when you have a manufacturer's warranty for 12 months, even after 12 months, if it's faulty, they have a statutory right to deal with something at some level Yeah, for some reason. I don't know what it is. Oh, so that brings me on to interesting. So I, I haven't been to get this phone to charge properly. <coughs> is that the one I gave you? Yeah. And I Googled it, and it's, um, it's a really well-known fault. So what do you do? Well, I, it's my contract with you. Uh, no, because I gave you, and there was no... Do I bring it back to complain? Well, you... The thing is, the fact I gave it you doesn't mean that I've negated any responsibility of li- of negligence. But unfortunately, you haven't got anything in writing to say otherwise. Okay. So I will deny that I gave so it you. there's no contract. Yeah, there's no contract. All right. Well, there is a contract. It's inferred, isn't it? As opposed to... I have no idea these oh, I don't work. know about contract law. Anyway, I used to know some lawyers. You, they should, were... you get a summons through the post and Yeah, definitely. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> It's the phone you gave me, I can't charge it. It's time for an advert break on 7FM. And then we're going to play a bit of Tom Jones. And do you know by chance, right? Do you know by chance? Go on. Our Bergmeister. Yep. She said, Mama told me not to come, didn't she? She did, yeah. And guess what's in the playlist? Oh, no way. But do you know what? I chose that one without her t- before oh, she told me. It's as though that we're connected brother together. And sisters. Well, it's Well, in diff- a- <laughs> I don't think there's any need for that. <laughs> so, Brigitte, my mate. This is for you, but we're going to play in our brick first, and then we'll be playing Tom Jones with the Stereophonics as well, the Stesmeisters. Are they in the background? They're Welsh though, aren't they? Oh, fantastic. I know, isn't it? Here we go. Fancy trying somewhere new this week? Enjoy a relaxing day in the countryside without leaving London. To see a selection of stunning outdoor spaces like Kenwood House and to discover more incredible free attractions and locations, go to timeout.com slash TFL. Transport for London. Every journey matters. Ever wish you could go back and do something differently? That you hadn't had their hair cut in all your school pictures? <laughs> That you hadn't told your boss that joke. That you hadn't used the fallen from heaven line on Sarah. That you hadn't pulled out at the junction. Without spotting that couple. 77% of collisions happen at junctions. Think. Look properly. Transport for London. Every journey matters. To advertise on 7FM, email us at radio at 7FM.com. Music and news for South Gloucester 7FM Want some whiskey in your water Sugar in your tea 
What's all these crazy questions they're asking me? This is the craziest party that could ever be. Don't turn on the lights, girl, that I want to see. Mama told me not to come. Mama told me not to come. She said, that ain't no way to have fun. A son. Open up the window, let some air to this room. I think Mama's choking from the smell of stale perfume. And the cigarette you're smoking about to scare me half to death. Open up the window, let me catch my breath. Mama told me not to come. Mama told me not to come. Someone's knocking at the door I'm looking at my girlfriend She just passed out on the floor I've seen so many things I ain't never seen before Don't know what it is But I don't want to see no more Mama told me not to come Mama told me not to come She said That ain't no way to have fun No, no, no That ain't no way to have fun Crazy, crazy mofo. Um, so that was for Begita. Hope you're listening, Bergmeister. Not she's had any texts off you today. She'll be at the ice rink, but Ber- she'll do it on listening again. She's at the what? Uh, ice rink. Well, I hope she's listening. Ice rink. I don't think she... No, she'd be skating around the ice, wouldn't she? It's pathetic. I <laughs> Dare her. Anyway, have you, have you bought any fake luxury goods? Yeah, all the time. Oh, good. So 2,000 websites apparently are selling fake luxury goods that have been removed since the start of the year. UK police say counterfeit goods from brands such as Burberry, Longchamp, uh, and Abercrombie. How do you say that? Abercrombie. Abercrombie. Fitch. And Fitch were mm. among products offered. Your missus doing that this morning at that car boot. Yeah, she's all sending all that stuff. Yeah. 7FM fake stuff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the raids were... The raids, what? The, uh, the risks, actions, issues, and decision oh, log. Dear. The raids were the result of a collaboration between the brand protection groups and internet registries. The Police Intellectual Property Crime Unit, run by City of London Police, also warned the sites could be harbouring malicious software. The criminals behind these websites will often take advantage of your personal details, such as financial information, and so people may find their card has been compromised and used for other fraudulent scams, says Detective Chief Inspector Danny Medlicott, who heads the unit. Here we go. 
Yeah, there we go. I had an interesting thing happen to me this week. So I've set up an email address, uh, which is dab, smallscaledab at 7fm.com. Okay. And that's so that Ofcom, when they socialise with their other people who are going to be doing it, yeah. they, we can all contact each other. Brilliant. Um, but I had an email from somebody selling me something, somebody giving me a virus, you know, trying to give me a virus. Which on I get, that email address. On that email address. So I... I can't remember now if people can put harvesting software to grab email addresses as they traverse through the internet because their email is, is normally sent insecure, although a lot of people do it over at SSL now. They wouldn't know. ST, what L or whatever it is. Um, <clears throat> if you could find out, that'd be great. I'll try and, yeah, I'll Google Any that. of your mates down the docks know anything about it? Probably no, not. Probably not. Not nothing. Do you know, speaking of that sort of stuff, oh, yeah. so George's laptop, he's, he's, he's a bit of a geek, George. He's a bit like you. He, how does that work? I want to download that. I'm going to update that. I'm going to make the screensaver flashy this, that, and the other, and all sorts of weird stuff he does. Yeah. Anyway, he's, lap- he's your worst nightmare, you know that. His yeah. laptop is <laughs> playing up. The mouse was laggy. Anyway, I got on the it. The mouse was laggy? Yeah. Is some sort of sexual thing? Yeah. Okay. You know, it drags behind on the screen. It won't oh, work laggy, in, and yeah. it, w- it wouldn't take an ages to boot up. Oh, no. And I couldn't get into it because it seemed to have some BIOS password oh, set BIOS, that he managed to do. DLLs. Anyway, so I got rid of a load of stuff, and I thought, I'm going to download some free, you know, anti-spyware, anti- not vi- antivirus, um, Just use the Microsoft MSE. That's the only one you want. Anyway, oh malware! I, I got a, I got recommended a really good one. I ran it. Eight hundred and sixteen items it found. Yeah, there some of the pictures. Stuff. Inappropriate horses. No, there were no pictures. And hamsters. He's right. Okay. Oh, not yours. He's he's, a, he's, oh, I reckon you would have been like that with computers as a kid, wouldn't you? How if that we work? had Let's... them. So I had a Dragon Thirty Two, and I had a I built a ZX Spectrum. Did you? Yeah, I wasn't that brilliant. I I did some programming. Um, it it didn't really interest me. Um, oh. It wasn't until sort of the three. The 8086 was developed by IBM that I became interested in them. And me and my mate Steve Durham, we uh, both worked for BT and we, we both had uh, Zenith. Zenith? Zenith PCs. The one wow. with a picture of, was it a tree? Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, look, look up Zenith computers. Is that a forerunner to Apple then, if it was a tree? <coughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Very pathetic. All right. Okay. Um, yeah, maybe. Zenith, that means the peak, doesn't it? Just put Zenith computers. I know that because we nearly called for our band Force 10 Zenith. How's your uh, friendship coming on with Simon Pegg? He answered. <coughs> he hates you. <laughs> I'm disappointed. Why don't you uh, get some of your mates that are on your page that are friendly with him as well, just to say, oh, do you remember Paul Orcock ran yeah. that band called... Why don't you just email them and say, do us a favour. <laughs> Delete him. That's it. Report him for stalking. That's it. Is that's that the, the computer? Yeah, that's the Zenith, that's yeah. Computer. Yeah, I'm a bit disappointed, Simon. Yeah, well... Just because he's a big super millionaire and, wonder, you know, that doesn't mean that's the only reason I'm getting in touch with him, does it? No. <laughs> I'm li- you know, I'm listening to Rob Bryden, whose real name is Rob Jones, right? Oh. Isn't it? And, um... Lovely. i tell you what, mate, talk about separated at birth. It, really? The guy is just born in the same year as us. Oh, is he? Yeah, 1921. Yeah. No, 1965. Oh. Um, and how he got to stardom, um, we've not got... I've not got to the big, the big bit yet. Um, but he does. The, he, it's called Small Man in a Book. Okay. He's a very funny guy, isn't he? What's so, that? Sorry, oh. go on. He's a very funny guy, isn't he? Very funny guy. Um, he, 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 it's a really good book. I just, just saw a message come out from our Phil. said he's listening on the new stream. Oh, good man. He's gone direct to the new stream. So what I'm going to do later, I think, is migrate the old stream over to the new one. Okay. And then it will just leave... Uh, the devices that such as TuneIn and the other one. But to be honest, we want to get away from TuneIn because yeah. they're starting to put their own adverts in. Yeah, we don't want that. We don't want that. Do they buffer the show? They buffer it up big time, girly. Oh. No, they don't because you have a direct connection. But, okay. but somehow they're going to do that and I'm not having it. That's not very good. <clears throat> not really. So I just won't bother telling them and leave it on the old stream with a message saying, 
I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> Come. Do you know, I've just had a weird thought. So I bring the, the, our home tablet here to do stuff. If anybody looks at this, I never clear it. They must think I'm some sort of weird freak. Because look Why would at, they uh, not think that? Well, just la- looking at you. I so last week's searches are on there. Yeah. Including Charlie Song. Yeah. Uh, and Maggie Philbin. <laughs> They're going to think I'm some sort of strange sort of pervert. Well, hang what, what? why are you sort of surprised at that? Well, yeah, no, it's fair People who don't even look at your tablet are going to think that, mate. <laughs> fair enough. To be fair, Paul. Is it the uh, gimp suit? If you don't think Paul is a strange <laughs> freak, email me now to studio at 7fm.com or get onto our Facebook and message 7fm. Can you do that? I don't know. Fake, fake book. Fake book dot slash oh, underscore yeah. dot back door and dot colon. Colon doc. He's on the new stream. Who is? Phil. He likes his uh, early... He he likes to spend his mornings in bed with us, doesn't he? He does, he does. And he also listens to us as well. Yeah. He does. Don't forget, at quarter past nine, we've got the new feature coming up, which is Beat the Street. (laughs) Beat the Street. And, uh, of course, this week we were in the... We actually went... We went after the show, didn't we, to the gym. Yep. And I took that photo of him. That photo of him, yeah. It's unbelievable how much weight he's lost. We'll we'll post that photo on the 7FM website. I never thought Green would suit him as much as it did. He did. (laughs) He felt that Leosard well, didn't he? (laughs) I his comments, which I won't read out on air. I just thought they were brilliant. Uh, he said, I look really good. Look at my... Yes. <laughs> I, just thought they... <laughs> I just thought that was funny. And then I posted a picture of the breakfast he ate after. Yes. <laughs> the street... What was it called? <laughs> the street The street special. Oh, something like that. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> but the picture was strangely disturbing. Oh, it was. That's probably why you've been waking up at upper three in the morning. Do you reckon it could be? Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that? Do you wake up with fantasy thoughts going through your head about Pete in a green leotard? Do you know what? Funny you to say that, because no, I don't. <laughs> okay. Nothing to do with Paul. Oh, wait, Pete, Pete. Paul, don't Paul. mix us up. Sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. the thin one. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so what are you doing later today, apart from going up the hill and getting all oh, muddy and I'm wet really... and not bothering to hang around with your mate for a drink and just, you know, you socialise with run. him and counsel I him and all that? really don't want to run. Don't do it, then. Uh, but I've committed. Well, then uncommit. Oh, and all my trainers are solid with mud from well, the they last don't go. I played football last night again as well. Did you? Scored you five go? goals. Really? Yeah. How many were scored uh, in total? Three? I don't know, 20. It's what? indoor football. Oh, just it's indoor. fast. Oh, right. So I did that. I ran in the week oh, as well. Football. I did go for a run in the week. That half okay. killed me. I'm trying to be healthy. Are you still running? Yeah, I ran. Did only just a 3k yesterday morning. Why don't you come with us today? No, <laughs> get trainers on. Yeah, right. It's only six miles uphill. Oh, you've got to be joking. Upside I, Robinson I, I, Hill. I will die and have a heart attack. So they, will I, they've proved, haven't they, now, that uh, running will kill you. Yeah, if you overdo it. No, they have. Yeah. So that guy, I didn't realise, the guy that um, died at the London Marathon last year worked for three. Oh, no. The guy who okay. ran over the cross, uh, just started. Yeah. And then... Because he overdid it. Yeah. And he, he worked at three, and they were telling me uh, this week, the guys there, that... Um, well, when I ran Bristol Marathon, I've only done two half marathons, sorry, not marathon, half marathon... About three quarters of the way around, there was, like, paramedics huddled over this guy who was kind of on the floor. Yeah. Uh, and later on, I read that he had died of a heart attack. Who's this? guy that was just obviously running the Bristol Half at the same time as me, and he'd collapsed. It's a bit scary. Yeah, that's not good, is it? No, I shouldn't... I don't want nothing like that to happen to me. But I've just entered the Cheeksby Half Marathon for May, so I've got to get some miles in. So how's that? 13 miles? 30.2. Uh... I can, I can run 13 miles, I just might run it very fast. No, that's true. Uh, Time for a song, though, Paul. Is it? <clears throat> Bit of Tina Charles now. She begins with T. She so does. what one am I going to play? Oh, it was like a disco-y one, wasn't it? Well, they all were. She was a disco yeah. chick. Yeah. Oh. I bet Phil knows. Not spin round and round. No. 
It's not that at all. Don't do 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 do. This is a bit of Tina. The My Tina's... baby loves to dance. Is no, that it? no, it's called oh. I Love to Love. Bit of Tina C. What do you reckon of her? Mm, it sounds dated now. I suppose at the time I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, I didn't... She was sort of a girl I didn't really find attractive. What did she look like? Now I do. Let me add that to the list of weird searches that my family wonder what I'm up to. Oh, exactly. Maggie Philbin. What's her name? Tina Charles? Yes. I'll get on that. If you could. Well, I won't... Well, you know what I mean. I'll look it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> just, just do it. Shut <laughs> up. There you go. There you go. What? I wonder what there was in the background. What's oh, the saxophone? Saxophone. Saxophone. You could sing along to this. <laughs> it's no, it's no words. Do you not know him? You could do a bit of Robbie, couldn't you? Is yeah, it go on. Robbie? <laughs> not doing that anymore. She's let herself go. Oh, is that? Oh no, she was pretty when she was young. But yeah. I see, I just didn't like her. I don't know why. I, I had an obsession with blonde girls. Oh, I had no, nothing but trouble from blonde girls when I was. Growing up. Oh, well, what? I used to fancy the one out of Ab- Abba, Agnetta. Oh, yeah. And Benny. <laughs> yeah, the one with the beard, yeah. yeah. 
she was lovely. I, I, Agnetta's bottom was amazing. Am I allowed to say that on there? I don't know. She probably ain't listening. She, um... <laughs> you probably can say it. <laughs> she does listen. I met her in, Ab- in Abberland. Abberland. <laughs> Is that Paul's fantasy <laughs> land? That's where I go every night when I'm asleep. <laughs> in my tight trousers. My tight trousers. Oh, no. Um, my tight trousers, man. Oh, dear. I nearly went off down a little rabbit hole then. Did, I didn't want to go down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's how it starts, so Paul, isn't it? One minute it's that, the next minute you're being locked up. Yeah, it all kicks off. Operation U Tree. Right, okay. Worry, yeah. uh, 1967 today, Manulia. Oh, no, Manulia Maliva, Bulgarian former tennis player, was born. Right. Uh, an Olympic bronze medalist he is now. He's 48. What a good year. That born was. on Valentine's Day. There's someone else that you're very friendly with uh, is born today. Not uh, Sir Simon Pegg. Yes, <laughs> in 1970. So wow. he's five years younger than you. Uh, yeah. So therefore, he would have been in the first year when you were leaving. Yeah, well, in the fifth year, but we were we were playing our concerts in the fifth year. All right, yeah, yeah. it's very famous for Spaced and Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, but I think he's very famous in my heart for a uh, big train, which I think is very funny. That was going back a bit, wasn't it? Oh yes. So you're going to email him and say happy birthday? Yeah, <coughs> I'll get on. Do that. it now. All right. Happy birthday, old school chum. Why don't we tweet out to him? Hint. Happy birthday. He stopped his Twitter account. Yeah, I read that. Yeah. Don't know why. Uh. This day in history, um, the corpse of, uh, what did I see? The corpse of Henry VIII was moved to Sion House en route to Windsor during the night. The coffin burst open and dogs were discovered licking up the remains Oh, the no. Oh, no. 1547. Oh, There's some no. poetic justice, maybe. So the, the, the man has got a lot. We've got a lot to thank him for. Which king was this, sorry? Henry VIII. What do you mean, which king? There's only one decent king, and that was him. Hang on, I thought... Oh, it's going to be really boring for people listening. I'm sure sure that my children's school was, was set up in 1548, and it had a link to King Henry VIII. Yeah, well, the said. thing is, uh, King King Henry VIII and Queen Anne Boleyn, she, yeah. um, she came, they came to Gloucester. Yeah. Uh, and outside, I don't know which gate it was, because obviously it was a gated city there. It was, yeah. And they, 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 they I think they stayed in the new inn. Oh, my you word. You know the new inn, which yeah. is now not the new inn, because it's not new, but it's still called the new inn. We used to go there all the time, didn't we? We did, when we were little. Remember Snake Bite Yeah, Black? Snake Bite Black. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they, yeah, so that, that is where they stayed. Uh, and oh I believe my. their daughter, so Queen Anne Boleyn's daughter, which yeah. was Elizabeth, yeah. uh, used to hunt at Barclay Castle on wow. a regular basis. You're a mine of information, aren't you? I am. But can cal- you... <laughs> <laughs> See, that as an example, we were both about to say the, the same, same thing, put the we drums away. <laughs> yeah, I see, I was going to say Paul's got his bongos out. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be a bit of Wiley. Oh, Can dear. you hear me? Hear me now. Um, so back to back today is T-Rex and Telegram Sam along with T-Rex and Get It On. Brilliant. Do you know Dire Straits began recording their first album at Basting Studios in London? Wow. In 1978. Do you know how much it cost them? The whole project? £500. 12 and, 12 and a half grand. 12 and a half? That's a lot of money. What, is it really? In um, those days? Well, it probably was, I It cost suppose. us £275 to ours. Yeah, and you had a decent keyboardist as well. <laughs> Heavyweight boxing champion Mike Tyson and actress Robin Givens finalised their divorce in the Dominican Republic on this day in 1989. Oh, that's a weird... He's a weird chap, isn't he? I wouldn't... He come around and hit me, really. To say it to his face. I mean, it was a weird relationship then. Let me Strange. It. Yeah. Tesco launched buffalo steaks and burgers from a Canadian ranch in 160 of its stores. Well, speaking of that, strange... That, that day... Sorry, 1995. Go on, you interrupt. Sorry. I didn't know. 1995. They finished. It was boring, didn't it? Steve Strange died, didn't he? Yeah. That was quite sad. Very sad. Only 55. It's not very old, is it? Crikey me. You'll be as old as you. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, what film has been released? 
Oh. What, are you going to go and see it? God, Fifty Shades, shades of, of Filth. Rubbish. <laughs> yeah. So Fifty Shades of Grey, L. James's worldwide bestseller, springs to life on the big screen. Virginal student Anastasia Steele, in brackets, Dakota Johnson, yeah, a.k.a. Fitbird, <laughs> goes to... Sorry, can I say that? I don't know. Goes to interview wealthy, handsome, charismatic entrepreneur Christine Grey, who is Jamie Dorner. Dornan. What was that? It was on the... Oh, right. The attraction between them is immediate and electric. But Anna learns that Christine is only interested in relationship on his own controlling terms. Mm. Sounds like you. <laughs> As they embark on an intense and passionate affair, he introduces her to his dark and very particular tastes. Now she finds herself exploring her own desire. Chocolate. Chocolate, yeah. Um, also rope and um, gaffer tape. Or duct tape, the same thing. Um, as Alan Partridge would say, aha! Um, duct tape is actually not the same as, as Jaffa tape. Jaffa tape? <laughs> I don't know what sordid stuff you get out to in the privacy of your dungeon. Exactly, you daft racist. Yeah. Having sold more than 100, 100 million copies in ebook and print, E.L. E. L. Jones, worldwide bestseller, is a genuine publishing phenomenon.com. Nowhere Boy director Sam Taylor Wood helms this eagerly anticipated steamy adaptation. Well, have you J- read the Go on. Uh, go on. I thought I no, could <laughs> Have you read the go book? No, no, I haven't. Oh. I've got it in PDF format. I don't want to read it. <laughs> I have got it in PDF format. Well, didn't I not tell you the story? I've mentioned this on Wednesday's shows, but I'll repeat it anyway because nobody listened to both. Uh, that when it first came out, I was around at my dad's, who's widowed and 76, and looked over his bookshelf next to him and oh, there was he the had, book. He had the book, didn't he? Yeah, I don't know if he's read it. Well, I don't know, I'm not sure. I got fed <clears> up with <throat> 50, it's getting on my nerves. To be honest, it, the film has had its world and UK premise, and it's now going on general release this weekend. With the cinema saying they're selling seven tickets a minute to Good people who are wanting to go and grief. see it. The fact that it's so popular means it's likely that loads of sound-alike copycat cash-in movies with a similar theme are likely to be made. Should we make one? Oh, have I done it again? <laughs> Sorry. I've got to shut up. No, it's fine. I was going to say, we, ours is called 17 Shades of Blue, isn't it? And red.com. <laughs> now we know that 50 Shades of Grey was about a bondage in S&M, but what could any sound-alike films be like? So here's mm-hmm. a few that I've written down, all right? Well, I've thought these out. So. All right. Fifty Spades of Grey, a steamy bo- bonk buster about a sexy hardware store owner. Okay. Oh, like that. Yeah, yeah. One. Yeah. Fifty, sl- 50 Glades of Grey, a steamy bonk buster set in an air freshener producing factory. <laughs> like that. Fifty Braids of Grey, a steamy bonk buster about a hairdresser and his aging female <laughs> clients. Yeah, that's good. Fifty Blades of Grey, a steamy bonk buster about a Swiss Army knife manufacturer. <laughs> Fifty Trades of Grey, a steamy bonk buster set in an employment agency. And Fifty Maids of Grey, a steamy bonk buster set on a dairy farm. Okay. And there's five more. That's got promise. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Nay, a steamy blockbuster at a relationship between a docky and his horse with oh. lots of whipping involved. Could be a bitch. Be a Fifty Shades of Earl Grey, a steamy, <laughs> a steamy bonk buster set in a genteel tea rooms in Sussex. Okay. Fifty Shades of Prey, a steamy bonk buster set in a Catholic church. Ooh. 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 And last of all, Fifty Shades of Slay, a steamy bonk buster about an intimate relationship between Santa and Rudolph. Okay. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? Though there is a genuine spoof site called Fifty Sheds of Grey. There isn't. Is I remember Barry, Barry Kirby, your best mate, telling us about yeah, that. Yeah, that's very funny. Yeah. There we go. But apparently, the film is awful. Yeah. Is it's it? Just, it can yeah. be. If this, it's, it's the thirteen point. Oh. Was it sixteen point eight percent of it is sex? People. No. It's. I read a review of it yesterday that's in what great I heard. detail. 
and they said that there's only about 17 minutes sex in the whole thing and people complain you have to wait 40 minutes before yeah, 17, anything happens. 17 minutes out of, of a film two hours and it's mostly nudie, mostly nudie women Nudie, nudie man. Well, I don't want to say... Well, why are you saying that? Well, because... You weird freak. It's supposed to be a film, I thought, for women. Well, my missus is going to see it. She tried to use... Well, e- she was in when, it. E- when, yeah. She was a door handle. <laughs> um, she tried to use E. Wednesday. She was Fifty Shades of May. <laughs> she was. <laughs> Fifty Shades see of... See what I did there? You did very good. Very oh, good. I'm pleased with that. I am I'll as well. Quit now. Don't ever say it again. Ever. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Brian May. Fifty Shades, 50 shades of Brian May. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of guitar solos. Luckily, big air. luckily, she doesn't listen to this show. Busy <laughs> sleeping. Sorry, Karen. Except today, she's not. She's busy down the. Uh, should we ring her actually and ask her? She's oh good. yeah, let's should do, do that? that. She won't be busy. She was the only car in the. So should I just explain the background while you're getting on with this? Yeah. Big car boot sale. I drive past it every every Saturday morning on the way to the show at yeah. whatever half past seven. And uh, lots, lots of cars and lots of uh, burger vans and people milling around. This morning here in Gloucester, it's wet, it's raining, it's miserable. I drove past one car. And as I drove past, I thought, oh, that poor person ain't going to get much sold. Then there's nobody there. Only to get here to find your wife's car wasn't here. And it was the one car I saw in the entire... <laughs> it is, it is. And let's just see if she's... Um, let's... Oh, that's good. She's hung up on you again. Yeah, she does that a lot. She oh, does that dear. a lot. So I reckon she's probably not sold too much. I wondered that, to be honest. But she's had 18 burgers. Actually. Yeah. 50 sheds of Brian, mate. That's really good. I like that. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> she's not going to have it. She's I don't answering. know. I don't know. Let's see. Oh, dear. Oh, what's happening? Is it ringing? Oh, it's ringing. <clears throat> She'll swear. I don't think she will. Foul mouth. Woman. Hello, Fifty Shades of May. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, you are listening. <laughs> Get in there. Are you back in the house? <laughs> yeah. So oh, you're back. Yeah, so it didn't go well yeah. then. <laughs> we didn't go out the car. <laughs> really? Oh no, I felt I just. Well, you just heard what I've just said. Then, if you're listening, this poor little lonely yeah. car in the entire place. Was there anybody else there? We were looking for you driving past. Just I'd... past seven, quarter to eight. Yeah, I was there. I, I saw the car. You were the only one. It is. It is quite <laughs> funny though. To be fair, because um, I, I said to Emily, like, uh, "Oh, good planning," and she went, "How can you plan for this?" <laughs> and I just thought, "Well, the weather was bad," and then I find out this is the first one. So, uh, what I would do is test no, no, it. No, they've been running Saturday. No, they're every Saturday. A couple of months. Yeah, they're trying to get them up to speed, and nobody's really arriving. So I said to the man, "Can I sit in the car park? It might create some interest for other people passing by." Well, I nearly popped in. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you pay five pounds? What was that noise there? No, no for that. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> you bought a pig. <laughs> you bought a pig. You should have sold that one you had with you. You swap it for some beans. Did you, so did you have to pay £5? Pound? No, I said, can I park up? And if we decide to set up, then I'll, I'll come and pay you. He went, yeah, yeah, that's fine. He said, we're having real trouble getting Saturdays um, going the last couple of months. He said, we're uh, Wednesdays and Sundays are the best days. Wednesday? Yeah, Wednesday's good. Yeah, you get Wednesday, all the old biddies, don't you? Yeah. Oh. It's being cute, cheap day for oldies. Oh, so okay. So, you, so well, they open at five thirty. So it could have been worse. I could have got there at five thirty. Five thirty. Yeah, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. I'd have been awake then, though, so it would have been fine. My word. Anyway, sorry about the Fifty Shades of Brian May. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you get a kettle on, we're going to be over for a coffee now while we play some news and stuff. So it's uh, lovely to talk to you, but I'm um, going to have to yeah, cut right. you off. Bye, bye, Mrs. Clark. See you, Brian. Bye. bye.
I don't know who that was. I don't feel a bit strange, woman. <laughs> I'm scared now. I know she's in the house. Yeah, well, she will <laughs> be. Get back she, over there. I was going to say, I was surprised that she was listening. Oh, Let's dear. play a bit of Doctor Who now. So this is by another band beginning with T. Um, this is well, actually, have a listen. See if you can work this one Doctor out, Paul. Who. Oh, you know it. I don't know the band, but I know the song. So I've got a feeling this is KLF, I think. But they're called the Time Lords, and they do a thing, a theme on sort of Gary Glitter's song. Okay. But he's not in it, so that's fine. That's right. Couple of Daleks kicking off there. We'll be back after this. There'll be the news and then a bit of T-Rex. Good old Trex. 7FM, it's 8.57. See you in a bit. Listening to the Seven Ball Breakfast Show with your host Andy Clark and his hangers-on Paul Ryan Alcock on Seven FM.
Get it on. Don't mess with the tomato sauce, Stuart, please. Thank you. Seven minutes past nine, it's the 14th of February, it's Valentine's Day. We've still got time to go and get a present. Hopefully <laughs> I have, anyway. <laughs> You've got a couple of sausages coming your way. Thank you. It's, a, it's very kind of you. Do you know the, the top 30 signs 
of a relationship comfort zone. Go on then. Some of these are vile. Squeezing each other's spots. Ugh. <laughs> leaving the toilet door open and walking and talking while naked. Are That's three right. of the signs you're in relationship comfort zone. Nice backing music here, appropriate. <laughs> Not wearing makeup. I didn't I stopped wearing it. Not locking the bathroom door. Yeah, well I don't do that here. Giving your partner your house key is another sign that your relationship has hit the comfort zone, especially if you're married to them. Well, I was going to say, if you live in the same house, well, yeah, did you honk then? I did, sorry <laughs> about that. Wearing pyjamas and loungewear. Breaking wind in front of them. Yeah. Or on their face. Yep. <laughs> you really should think before you speak. Not shaving your legs. Oh, I don't do that either. No, wearing your less attractive non-matching underwear. Uh, hang on. Hang on, is that work? <laughs> <laughs> What's that? What, half my pants are blue and the other half and are your, red. Your vest. Oh, yeah. Doing his or her laundry. Going to the toilet with the door open. Oh, yeah, we all do that. Yeah, trouble is you're outside the bathroom when you do it. <laughs> yeah. Confiding <laughs> in them over health problems. Not letting not letting them look after you when you're ill. Not? Yeah. Oh, letting them, sorry. Oh. Letting them. Oh, my God, not. <laughs> you don't mind crying in front of them. Yeah. Taking do calls. Do you stop honking? Yeah, I am. Visits from their family. <laughs> Letting yourself go without worrying. And I thought there's, there's a few more. They're getting a bit boring. But finishi- finishing each other's... Sentences. Thank you. <laughs> Calling them by a pet name. Little yes. monkey boy. <laughs> Talking about knowing uh, about ex-partners. Well, of course, me and Barry, mm. we were really close. Answering their phone with, Ahoy, hoy. <laughs> really? <laughs> no, just answering their phone. I added the hoy, hoy on the end. <laughs> Leaving clothes at each other's house. Yeah, I do that. What, you leave clothes at your houses? <laughs> yeah. And the houses you got? Or two me, houses. I left my pants here last week. You did, actually, yeah. You should try and wear them. Yeah. So that's just a few of those. That's quite funny. Yeah, they are. That's they're the best right. with the old show, that was. Uh, I've got a couple of jokes here. I'm not going to read these out. I'll read one out. I hear they're selling seven tickets a minute to the Fifty Shades film. Sounds like money for old rope. Oh. And gaffer tape. Who's, who's ditching men to goon a girly night out to see Fifty Shades of t- uh, tomorrow night, eh? Don't who's know. doing it? Don't know. Nobody? No. I don't understand that. Eh? Hey, read that again. It. No, I'm not. So I'm bar- embarrassed. <laughs> not doing it. Pathetic. <laughs> they say that uh, the DIY shops are... You honked again. I did. The DIY shops are expecting big uh, sort of... I don't believe ...run on sales that. of tape I, and it's just nonsense. I don't believe it though, do you? No, so that's got me cross. And then they said don't bring handcuffs and whips to the cinema. Why not? I would carry them with me just in case. Why would you want to go to the cinema? You're not in the film. Get a flipping light. (laughs) Ooh, he's going a bit... Ooh, he crushed a creep. And they reckon there's going to be a big spate in the increase of births in nine months' time. Oh, oh, like the baby... Uh, What? What? Uh, I ate people. Did I really say a big spurt in the increase of births? You did, yes. Okay. So we've got some quick bits for you now. Foo Fighters star David Grohl has named this year's Record Store Day Ambassador. Did you know that? Uh, I read something about this. Kane West is up for working with Beck. Okay. Kelly Clarkson's music video for a new single heartbeat song inspired an extra to propose to his boyfriend while shooting the promo. Okay. Mark Ronson is making 65k per week with Uptown Funk. Oh, I wish I could make that a day. A quid a day for Uptown Funk. Missy Elliott is working on new music with Timberland. Okay. We like them? Don't know. All right. 
Ollie Mears will be immortalised in wax at Madame Tussauds Blackpool. Oh, wouldn't that be cool? Do you reckon we could get... We'd, could we have a couple of wax works? If you right. want, they just look like candles, though, wouldn't they? <laughs> or yours would look like a melted candle. <laughs> Snoop Dogg and metal band Anthrax are featured on an upcoming Game of Thrones mixtape with tracks inspired by the new season of the popular fantasy oh, what, drama. a Game of Filth mixtape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, interesting. We've got uh, we've got twelve things you don't know coming up. But of course, now you know what time it is. Oh yeah, it's the time. It's that time where we beat the street. Hello, everyone. This is your action news reporter with all the news that is news across the nation on the scene at the supermarket. There seems to have been some disturbance here. Oh, Pardon me, sir. Did you see what happened? Yeah, I did. I was standing over by the tomatoes, and here he comes, <laughs> running through the pole. Baby. He's listening, he's listening. Naked as a jaybird. <laughs> and I hollered over to Ethel, I said, Don't look, Ethel! And it's too late. She'd already been in oh. sick. He was out there when he doing this. Yeah, he was in. Boogie Dad. We ready? We are. Boogie Dad. We are, we're ready. And he ain't wearing no clothes. Oh, yes, they call him the streets. It's Beat the Street. He's just as proud as he can be. His anatomy, he gonna give us a peek. Oh, yes, they call him Pete Street. Yeah, they do. They call him Pete Street. He's, of course, the fantastic DJ. And do you know the irony of this? I haven't finished. Country Western. That's what I was just going to say. Oh, oh flipping it. What is your problem? Is there one called Beat the Poor? <laughs> well, I'm going to take my muff off and I'm going home. <laughs> it's not your muff. It's mine. Leave <laughs> right. it there. No, it's uh, all joking aside. Uh, Pete Street is a good guy, actually, but we don't want him to know that. We just want to ridicule him because yeah, we love him so much in ways you would understand, Pete. And we're going to share the photo of you that we took. Um, we took, of, we took, didn't we? Um, yeah. This, I don't know how to I'm do surprised this. they let you in with the gym with a camera. Well, to be honest, uh, he looks good on it. I've got to be honest. He looks a little bit like Noel Edmonds, I think, with the beard. <laughs> Had he been pumping iron at that point, been, or is that just the way he's sitting? I think it's just the way he's, he's kneeling. Um, <laughs> I need to save the photo. Yeah. Uh, hopefully I, I'll be able to do this. This is eight on air, isn't it? It is. It's all live. It's all live. Of course, do you know he's going to be in the studio next week with us, don't you? No. He is. He's going to do you. Is he, he coming in here? He's coming in. Oh, see, that's worrying because he's been all this pumping iron. He's probably a bit... A bit fit. Yeah. Do you reckon he could be? He's probably got a six-pack. You reckon? Uh, yeah. Well, actually, a bit more, maybe a keg. Could, oh, that's a bit nasty, isn't it? So, um, <laughs> it'd be good, though, to see how he's getting on and, and listen to yeah, his... Yeah, I haven't um, seen him for ages. No, I haven't, neither, to be honest. I saw him at the curry was the last time I saw him. It'd be good. It'd be good. Is he gonna... It, but he's different when he comes in here. He not say anything. And he's quiet, and he's got a different accent. He's not, it's a different Pete Street. It is, isn't it? I'm sorry, I'm, I'm trying to do two things at once here, and it's not going. <laughs> it's really hard to insult him on my own as well, that anybody banks it off. There you go. C- carry on, carry on. Speaking of banking off things. So how come he's not in the gym this morning, then, Pete? How come you're not in the gym? Was it day off? Valentine- oh, no, it's Valentine's Day. It could be. It's a different sort of exercise he's There you go, today. I posted it. There Big Street at the gym. It's on 7FM. If you go to 7FM.com, uh, or in fact, go to the Facebook page, which is uh, facebook.com slash 7FM, you can see what Pete looks like uh, yeah. when he's at the gym. He's, he's done a quick camera pose. For the uh, magazine, um, there he is. Uh, what was it called? That one? Uh, gloat. Green, green, Glutton. Green. No, what was it? <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> Sorry, Pete. Oh, it's scary. Vogue. Vogue. He's uh, there in all his glory. Yeah, he's got a spot. He's sponsored by um, 
uh, what them Richmonds that uh, make the sausages. <laughs> the same colour packet, actually. It's, it is the same colour packet. It's, it's an you, Irish company. I'll tell you one thing as well. Those pectorals, he's been working on them quite well, hasn't he's he? He's been working on his pecs. He's pecked up big time. Yeah. In a rugged eggs daily. And have you noticed he's got little straps around <clears throat> the bottom of his leotard? Th- that not to straps. stop them riding up. That's not straps. What's that then? That's ankle socks. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it is. And he paints his toenails. He does. He looks nice, though. And I've got to yeah, say, his does. breasts look fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his pectorals. He, they do, they do. <laughs> so Peter Street is going to come in. Of course, he's saying he's coming in now, but of course I'll get the text on Friday night. Oh, I got, I got the opportunity to work for 12, 12 quid and a bag of chips. <laughs> Down the docks, helping <laughs> Paulo, cleaning... Sludge. Cleaning the furnace out. <clears throat> Have you ever... That's sort of a, Is that a euphemism, cleaning <laughs> the furnace out? <laughs> I reckon it probably should be. It should be. I'm just going to go and clean my furnace out. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. All right. Let's not pursue that one. No, let's go. Uh, so, Pete, how come you're not in the gym? I, it's yeah, a we want to know. Question. What are you doing, Pete? It's not a rhetorical question. He is nice, though. I like him in ways he would understand. Uh, that's not what you said over there. No, I, I know, but I'm not going to say that to his face. Do we have to be nice when he's listening? God, yeah. Oh, flipping out. Why didn't you tell me that a few weeks well, ago? I didn't know, did I? I just didn't know. Oh, geez, He's no, going to be sat there. I'm so excited about him coming in and sitting all there. All right, all right. Because <laughs> he's going to be my new best mate. I do love his show on a Thursday, though. It's good. It's good. You're shaking your head. Well, don't. I'm not. <laughs> Thing is, it's hard to do, isn't it, to be complimentary and shake your head. Try it again. Yeah, it's, it's hard, isn't it? <laughs> He's shaking his head. Pete. Oh, you're such a grass, aren't you? He does a good show better than yours. He does a pro- good show. He gets some proper stars in. It's he get, he's got slick. some very attractive um, trousers he wears when he, he does the show. <laughs> He didn't press the wrong buttons and mess it up like I do. No, he's a professional. Well, I have heard him mess it up sometimes. Have actually. you? Oh, tell me more about this messing up. What's this? I should have emailed in. It was a long time ago, because I've stopped listening now he didn't listen to me or us. Well, oh, although you, this morning he is. He is listening. But that's only because he's going to talk about him, and he's worried. Well, he ain't worried, is he? Because he's, he's, he's bigger than both of us. Yeah. He's bigger than both of us. He's, in ways that... Yeah. He's a star. Okay. He's a star in a reasonably priced car. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not talk about Pete anymore, because we, yeah, we don't want to upset him. We, we've given him enough. That song oh, was right. two, three minutes and 15 long, and okay. I was at the, through most of that, I was trying to find the photo and post it. You were. Now, now we're playing in Joe 90. We are. 12 things you didn't know this time last week. Are they all about Pete? No. Oh. Uh, one of them isn't, and the other 11 aren't neither. Okay. Madrid is the cheapest capital city for a romantic night out. Do you fancy going over there for a quick... Uh, yes, get on a plane. Quick cuddle? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Can we fly there from Staverton? Yeah, you can. Yeah. Uh, well, you've got... Yeah. Can you fly me well, there? it could do, yeah. It could oh, be allowed to land, nice. but I could, Yeah. <laughs> Two-thirds of us order the same thing when we go out to eat. That's true. Steak. Mm-hmm. Pepper sauce. Sauce of poivre. Uh, yeah, I eat a lot of chicken. Pete has a full English wherever he is, even if he's going to the gym. Any time of day. Yes. Do you think that's the only meal he ever orders? Hey, I did not know this. Drinking red wine helps you burn fat. Yeah, that was in the news. Wow. Yeah. One in four women have turned down a marriage proposal. Have you? Uh, twice. Turned one down or had one turned down? This week. Okay. <laughs> You're married. I know. Don't tell the missus. All it right. takes two and a half thousand licks to complete licking a lollipop. What? Is that related to the previous... No. 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 For the first time ever, there are now more than 2,000 billionaires in the world. Wow. 2,089 to be uh, precise, and we are none of them. I was going to say, what's it like to be one of them? Mark Ronson is making £65 a week from Uptown Funk, which we talked about just now. You said 64,000. Wow. Okay. You said £65 that time. (laughs) 65K, sorry. Yeah. Seven frozen toys are sold on eBay every second. Don't they thaw out on the way to... <laughs> oh, I see. Frozen. Did yeah. you not... Yeah, I did. Oh. <laughs> 58% of us say goods posture, good posture, 
makes someone of the opposite sex more appealing. Oh, see, I've got terrible posture. Yeah, you have. That's why I don't fancy you. Someone told me once I walked like a naughty schoolboy shuffling out of the class. I'd say it's more like a monkey kneeling on its legs with his hands dragging on the floor. Yeah, that as well. <laughs> 40% of us lie about how much chocolate we eat. I had loads last night. And yet, look at me. <laughs> what are you laughing at? When I was laughing at when I last had chocolate. When was it? Well, do you know, I said I've been really strict on this diet, but somebody had some chocolates at work and I had about three. What was sort of chocolate? Big galaxy bars. Yeah. One <laughs> kilogram <clears throat> each. Now, B&Q, and this is, this is quite a serious one, B&Q are expecting an increase in sales of rope following the f- release of the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. Go. I told you that. Why don't me and you go up there later and buy uh, one roll of... Oh. <laughs> one roll of rope Funny. and a whole box of um, mask. Uh, is it masking tape? Yeah, well, masking tape is when you, if you're going if you're gonna paint me, that would be you know, and you didn't want the gaffer tape. Yeah, gaffer tape. Wouldn't that be funny? You and I go in there, get some <laughs> chains, gaffer tape, gaffer tape for you, <laughs> chains, <laughs> some gaffer tape, something like a big stick that they might think you're going to hit me with, mm. and a uh, electric sander. Yeah. <laughs> And hold hands. And a, tub of, and, a, and a tub of Castrol GTX grease. Oh, wouldn't that be funny? Should we do it and video it? Wouldn't that be funny? And just look really serious. Yeah, that's it. Just, and hold hands so people can see together and just stick all this stuff on the... um the, be really the, funny, know, the wouldn't it? That would be funny. Uh, and lastly, <laughs> a global survey said... <clears throat> no, the British accent is the most attractive ahead of American, Irish and Australian accents. I read that. I know, I did as well, it's on here. No, some of the week. I, I, people do like, you know, as you know, I get around the world a bit, in my barge. Yeah. People love it. They the, love it. The English uh, accent. Can I, I went to Canada many Canada, years You went to ago. Canada. I went to Canada, they love it over mm. there. Oh, say something else, talk to me, big boy. <laughs> oh no, I added the last one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you probably find that they, they added something else on in front of it. Just don't talk to me. That's true. Well, I will call the police. I, uh, <clears throat> a friend of mine I used to work with many, 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 many years ago, it, we used to have to phone into Canada for some software support company. Yeah. And this guy, he was from Southampton, didn't have a posh voice. When he spoke, and I knew it was a woman he was talking to at the other end of the sport line, turned into Leslie Phillips. Because you go, hey, Ding J- dong. James here <coughs> from, uh, from England. Just wonder if you can help me out with uh, a couple of problems we're having. Yeah. So and we, after you go, what? We called him uh, Ding Dong. Ding James Dong. Oh, I ruined it. Because that's the only thing he didn't say. Ding Dong. So we've got a brain teaser. Have we? We're going we're gonna to ask our listener. Is that like a Malteser? Yeah. A drawer containing red socks and ten black socks that are all mixed up. Okay. What is the fewest number of socks you can take from the drawer without looking and be sure to get a pair of the same colour? Ooh. So a drawer containing ten red socks and ten black socks. Yeah. And they're all mixed up. What is the fewest number of socks you can take from the drawer without looking and be sure, to be sure, to get a pair of the same colour? You you could take every single sock, couldn't you, and never get Just a don't, pair? Don't answer it. Is that the... Well, I'm not talking to you. Oh, sorry. You said the listener. Yeah, the listener. Well, you're not the listener. You're the participator. Oh, sorry. And we're going to go straight to a bit of toy now, and it's a mystery. I can't remember what year this was from. Probably... The mystery. Yeah, all right. 19... Uh, 1987? Something like that. 80, 88. I can see 88 in my head, all so right. it's probably 88. After this, we'll be back, and we'll go through the answer with you, if anybody's bothered to contact us. So, studio at 7fm.com. From Suspended in the atmosphere Waiting to come through Sometimes 
It's a mystery. All right. What? No, I was just singing that's how I sing all the time. <laughs> I really like that. I've heard that for ages. It's a good song, that's isn't great. it? Great. Great song. She's tiny, isn't she, as well? That's the size of her. Yeah. So when was that? I reckon it was 87 or 88, you say. Well, it seems to be 81. 81 it was. It was on uh, Four From Toya, the sixth UK single. Do you ever remember Eddie Shoestring? Oh, blimey. Wasn't he a detective Oh, he was. Person? What's that got to do with Toya, then? Well, he, she was in a lot of the Eddie Shoestrings. Was she? In Bristol, yeah. Uh, and I was just saying, she was in a film with about an artist, which didn't have any clothes on, I remember, for some reason. I don't What's that called? I can't remember. I'll show you a clip. Okay, if you could. I've got a USB stick here. Have you, oh, well done. <laughs> I can't What's that film that's going to bug me now. It was with somebody very posh, a very well-known actor, like a really posh, stereotypical, like Donald Sinden, not Donald Sinden. Radio West, this is Radio West. <laughs> Remember it? Oh, yeah. It opened up with the Bristol Evening Post where he stood out, stood there and then it went out of focus on the... Remember the temperature used to be up on oh, the top? Oh, my word, you're taking me back. Yeah, and they used to fade in, fade that out, that focus to him in the focal, in full view at the front. And then they used to use, this is honest truth, the entrance to Radio West, right, which was opposite the glass boat. Yeah. The glass boat was where he used to go and meet Toya Wilcox on a regular well. basis. Was it and, and the, the uh, next to the glass boat, yeah. you walk out of the glass boat, which is a restaurant, yeah. up the steps to Radio West. That was the entrance to the BT Sports and Social Club, oh, which I was a fantastic. member of because we worked around the corner. Oh, brilliant. Was it Trevor Eve? Yes, Trevor Eve. Who looks like my neighbour when he was that age and <laughs> looks like my neighbour now. Wow. Well, it's not Rob, Rob Thomas. Yeah, he does. Really? Yeah, he does. Let himself go. Yeah, he's... <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> The film was called The Ebony Tower. What was? The Toya Wilcox one. Oh, right. That sounds a bit rude. I, I want to know which... <clears throat> there was a really famous actor in it. It's gonna, you know when things bother you? Uh, yeah. Oh, look, there she is as well. I'll show you the clip in a minute. Let's have a look. Well, hang on. I've got to... Uh, what's the actor? Oh, it's just just rude clips of her, basically. Oh, I don't want to see that. So I'll quit my mind. <laughs> I don't know if I can hold it still. I saw... <laughs> What she's saying there, but the oh, that's disgusting. I don't want to see it. Oh, it's a white screen. I know. I can't look at that all day. So this is the theme tune to Shoestring, and he was a detective in the seventies um, and eighties, was it? And he worked at a fictitious Bristol radio station called Radio West. Ah, oh, there you go. That takes you back, doesn't it? There you go. Yeah. Of course, Phil was just a mere twenty-five-year-old then. <laughs> yeah. Back in the forties, fresh out of retirement. Yes. Sorry, Phil. Just a just a little joke there. <laughs> so how about nine? He's now he's now um, mash the meek. Time. Is that right? What? What is it? Mash the meek. Okay, I think we won't call it that. It just sounds <laughs> no, maybe not. Sounds wrong. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <clears throat> yeah, indeed, indeed. So, Google. Yeah, I've just done that to they're look not, up Trevor Evelyn. They're not. Ah, that's him. Is. They're not scaremongering at all. So, Google's Vint Surf war- warns of digital dark age. So, this is all kicking off, isn't it, in the moment? Oh, so, yeah. he's saying that uh, he basically is. Uh, well, he's coined the father of the internet. And he's saying that he's worried because that all the images and documents that we've been saving on computers will eventually be lost. Well, I, I mean, is that true? I suppose that is quite, that is quite scary. Not well, if you print them real. off. Could be, if you print them off, they won't be lost, No. But no one has photos, hard copy photos anymore, do That's they? That's true. Currently, a Google vice president, he believes this could offer, um, this could occur as hardware and software become obsolete. 
Mm. He fears. Well, he doesn't really fear, does he? He's just making a big deal out of it. They'll probably come <laughs> up with a service so that you don't have to worry about it. He fears that the future generations will have little or no record of the 21st century as we enter what he describes as a dark digital age. Mr. Surf made his comments at a large science conference in San Jose this week. He arrived at the annual meeting of the American Association for the Advancement of Science, stylishly dressed in a three-piece suit. The iconic figure who helped define how data packets move around the net is possibly the only Google employee who wears a tie. Wow. The BBC's Palab Gosh talks to Vince Cerf, internet pioneer, on his digital age warning. Whatever the weather, we are here broadcasting to South Gloucester online at www.7fm.com. 7FM. The more critical question is, no matter what the medium is in which digital bits are recorded, how long will we be able to read them and how long will we make sense out of them? And so the issue here is not just the physical bits, but what do they mean? If you use a program, for example, to create a spreadsheet, you have a complex file. You store the file away and you hold on to it for 20 or 30 years. And even pretending you could read the disk again, do you have the software that knows what the bits mean? So the digital vellum idea is not just physical medium, but an ecosystem which is able to remember what bits mean over long periods of time. And we're talking centuries to thousands of years. Many people, including myself, are experiencing this problem. I'm worried about my daughter being able to see the photos I've taken of her and even whether her children are going to see her photos. What can we do about it? So the whole idea here is to capture the digital environment in which those bits were created and make it possible a thousand years from now to recreate that digital environment so that the files that we created that are interpreted as images or music or text or anything else or video games can be reproduced in the distant future. Presumably this service will have to be managed by a company. How can we be sure that that company is going to be around for hundreds if not thousands of years? Even Google may not go on that long. This object this, that we want to capture should be transportable from one place to another. So I should be able to move it out of the Google Cloud to some other cloud or move it into a machine that I have. So this is all quite achievable as long as we standardize the descriptions. And that's the key issue here is how do I make sure that in the distant future the standards are still known that can correctly interpret this carefully constructed object. So how close are we to this digital vellum? It's actually kind of a simple idea. Imagine that you are sitting here maybe uh, you're using Photoshop just for the sake of argument and you're touching up the pictures and adding things and so imagine for a moment what's actually going on you have your computer running it has its operating system it has the Photoshop application running on it and your digitized image is sitting there imagine for just a moment that we could take an x-ray picture of everything that is in place to make this work as if we capture all the bits not just the picture bits but the operating system bits and the application bits and the underlying machine description bits. And we take this x-ray image and we package it all up and hang on to that and put it wherever we need to, maybe multiple copies, hoping that one of them will last for a long period of time. So this snapshot idea uh, is quite clever and it captures everything we need to know to reproduce the environment to interpret the picture. And that object, this digital object, is something that could be transported around. That's the solution to the problem, in, at least in this first iteration, and I think it's a very clever one.
There you go. We were just talking about Radio West, which, of course, was the fictitious radio station that um, was used in Shoestring between 1979 and 1981, I think. It, it was. was a real station, though, wasn't it? It became a real station in 81, where two oh. radio stations came together. So they did a fictitious one first, and then it became reality afterwards. I believe that's the case. Ah. Yeah, I think the two radio stations involved were, um, oh, let me see, what were they called from memory? I think it was something that, they were two franchises that battled it out. I remember at the time, because I was only, what, 19, something like that, was I? Uh, what do I, I'd have been 16. Yeah. 16. Uh, radio Avonside and the Bristol Channel came together to form the winning consortium of Radio West. Well, well. So um, we should call this Radio West. I'm going to change the name from 7FM <laughs> to Radio <laughs> West. Because we perhaps should be called Radio Severin, actually. Radio 7, I think 7FM, I like that better. I don't care what you like. What about 7 you? 7FM. But me. Because it runs together, doesn't it? It's about me and Pete. 7FM. <laughs> it does. <laughs> yeah. We've done the Pete hour. Have we? Okay. Yeah. Okay, we won't do any more. <clears throat> Time for another song, Drayton? We just played them, didn't we? I don't care. We'll play another. <laughs> uh, have we, have we, we've done a bit of, uh, well, we haven't done this one. So, uh, it's always guess the tune report, just to see if he knows what it is. Yes. I haven't got a clue. Okay, take that. Could it be magic? 7FM, it's 9.40. It's the 14th of Feb, Valentine's Day. Back after this.
who sang that originally? Oh, that's a good question. Barry Manilow? Oh, yes, of course. And what was it, a take on? Uh, oh, I don't know that. It was, uh, I can't remember, it was C minor. Look it up. It was a C minor thing. Was it Rachmaninoff? No, I don't think it was. Could it be magic? No, it was Greek. No, I can't remember. Look oh, it up, no, please, immediately. Gonna... All right, I'm, I'm on four it. Four seconds, I want to know. I What's the answer? I can't even swipe my thing across. So we've had 15 different people uh, answer. Oh, it's quite good, actually, for today. It's quite a lot of people emailing into the show. Um, we had Sarah from Quedgley who said the answer is four socks. Uh, sorry, Sarah, you got it wrong. Dave from Mitchell Dean has come in and said three socks. Uh, I'm not going to go through all these, to be honest, because I don't like any of them. So uh, the answer actually is three socks. So you're right, Dave. You will have either two socks of one colour or three socks of another. Oh, see, I didn't get that. I thought you meant you took out two socks, and if they weren't a pair, you got another two socks, and they weren't said. a pair. That's what it said, was it? I said, that's, what was my problem? I don't read the question. That's one of your problems. So I think you'll find that Could It Be Magic uh, was based on the chord and melodic chord progressions of Frederick Chopin's Prelude Chopin in, in C, C minor. minor. Yeah, there you go. Opus 28, number 20. It was. It was. It was, and I got it, and I can play it. All right. I say. Most successfully by Donna Summer in 76. But it was Barry Manley. Oh, no, it's the same chord sequence. I did not know that. That's what it's just... I thought that's what you told me a minute ago, and I just looked it up and confirmed it. What, the Donna Summer bit? No, 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 no. It says the song has been covered by a number of other artists over the years, most successfully by Donna Summer in 76. So she must have done Could It Be Magic. Did not know that. Yeah. Wow. So we, we did a quick survey with uh, some people out in the street earlier on this week and 56 of us think this is a true sign of love what did these uh, 12 people we surveyed say what that's a true sign of love yes it's a true sign of love um oh that's a tough one I, so if your partner's being sick because they've drunk too much you stay with them mm-hmm. and look after them is that nope. one no that's not it okay is it um picking up their dirty pants off the floor <laughs> no is it is it buying them chocolates nope well these are hard Sharing your online passwords. Oh, my... Do you do... No, what? Oh, my doo-doo. No. Do you do <coughs> that with your... Do you do 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 with, with Brian? They do, though. They don't do all. <laughs> no, I don't. She knows none of my passwords. That's because you, she'd see all that stuff, wouldn't she? I, well, yeah. I was young. I needed the money, to be fair. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I think that's a fair comment. Goats are all, they've rehomed the goat now, haven't they? Exactly. Well. Okay. Yeah. Is that so the got, only one? That is the only one, yeah. Oh, only one. <laughs> so 12. Uh, 12 people. Oh, sorry. That was, that's, we asked 12 people. You said they, you were 56 people. Yeah. All right, well, just... <laughs> no, the 12 people were from the other one. Okay. Get with the programme. You sat there. You, you're know. being all streety. I know. I know. It's all about You're me. being like a street. Am I? Yeah, Cotton well, Road. Overweight with a beard? Yeah, exactly. Oh, the street. Oh. <gasps> you are being horrible since today. <laughs> sorry, mate. I love him. Wait, yeah. I'm going to ask you some questions now. Oh, dear. Who played Trivi Jones in the movie Steel Magnolias? Uh, what's the name? Trivi. Trivi. How do you spell that? T-R-U-V-Y. That's the woman. Yep. Steel Magnolias. Uh, think oh, of Pete Street. can see her, the um, Green Goddess. No. <laughs> no. She I was, don't know. I can picture I'm her face. Nine to five. Did, Dolly Parton. Yay, well done. Well done. No help there. What is assessed by the international grading system known as the four C's? Oh, my word. I bought you one of these in a ring once. <laughs> Diamonds. Oh, you're getting good. Carrots, of a course. A pair of red shoes was sold at auction in 1988 for £90,000. What made them special? 
they were used by Judy Garland, <gasps> The Wizard of Oz. You knew Is that it. Right? That's right. Oh, get in there. Oh, playing back of the net. Because I bought them. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'm wearing them. And these, that was for blokes. I'm going to ask you the birds questions oh, as well. Yeah, what Sport Links Castle Cup, Red Stripe Cup, Ranji Trophy? That's got to be cricket. Yeah, well done. In which 1960s kid show is the hood, the hood, the supervillain? Oh, oh. Yes, I cannot. That's come so on, annoying. Come on, come on. You know you want the it. Hood, you know you want the it. Hood. Oh. Weren't the Mistrons in it as well? No. That's Captain Scarlet. Oh, yeah. Close. They're all the same. Oh, the hood. I don't know. Please tell no, me. No, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, no. I'm not going to tell you. That's you actually, horrible. You actually use it on your show. What? The, the theme tune. Do I? Yeah. Do I? You do. Oh, my gosh. What, every week? Uh, not every week. I play I, a different theme tune every week. Well, I've heard it once. Faulty listening. Towers. No. <laughs> Thunderbirds. Yeah. Oh, well, of course it done, was. aren't you? Good. Yeah, um, so that was that one. <laughs> Only got another 15 to go. Right. Now, where would you find Argyne? Is it Argyne? Esther, Judith and Palace. What? Argyne or Argyne? I'm not Argyne. I'm not, it wouldn't be Argyne, would it? Um, where would you find them? Argyne, Esther, Judith and Palace. I bet Pete Street would know. Oh, I have no idea. Or Phil. Phil's also emailed in saying um, that... that um, that dark age thing with the internet is, is very similar to the year 2000 thingy again. Very similar, except that was a fixed point in time, so that was slightly... There was a lot of, pa- <laughs> pa- you know, panic about that. It was, yeah. Where do those things... <coughs> what do those things come from, then? That Argyne? Um, I no, I haven't got a clue. Pack of cards. Queen's names. Really? Queen Argyne, Queen Esther, Queen Judith, and Queen Palace. Wow. So I'm surprised you didn't know that, because you're, a, you're a, 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 an absolute uh, gambler, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, I know. I always <laughs> lose my clothes every week. Yeah, you do. You do. And there's one tiebreaker, which we don't need, because we don't need a tiebreaker. <laughs> okay. 33 what was the number of... What, 33 was the number of what that Elvis appeared in? Uh, it's quite a lot, actually. Well, I was going to say films is yeah, the obvious is. one. Yeah, but it is. 33 films. Yeah, he appeared in 33 films. Good grief. I know, I know. That's been fascinating. It is, it is. There's no charge, no extra charge. Thank you. So, are you a Facebook fan? No. <clears throat> well, I'd like you, I think you should be. Okay. I think you should be. All right, I might get on that then. Yeah, I think you should. Go on, go on, be one. Do you want me to do this one? Oh, for Christ's sake. Rolls out for you. i just write it out and show you a diagram. When they die, oh yeah, thank you. Facebook, this is unbelievable, has added a new setting that gives users the option of having their account permanently deleted when they die. How would they know? Uh. Or, if they wish... They can choose to appoint a friend or family member to take control of some aspects of the account after their death. What are they going to do? Post. Having a great time. Oh, no, hang on, I'm not. Uh, these very, features... hot in, very hot in here. <laughs> yeah. And this bloke with a big pitchfork keeps coming up and stabbing me in the head. <laughs> these features were among the most requested oh. by users who gave feedback on its memorial page policies. Facebook's legacy con- contact feature will initially only be available in the US. Why? Nobody going to die anywhere else. No. And next to the new feature, Facebook said, when a person passes away, their account can become a memorial for their life, friendships and experience. By talking to people who have experienced loss, we realise there is more we can do to support those who are grieving and those who want a say in what happens to their account after death. I think it's a really good idea. I think it's a good idea. That's a really, really, really good idea. They also need to do the, um, they also need to do the like, you know, you've got the like or, um, unlike. So you can so like, is you, there? No, you can like something oh, then and then, then unlike yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. But there's not a specific unlike. In other words, or you probably want an option that when you click it, you can actually say like, unlike, like, don't like, yeah. sympathise. Okay. And then you can uh, remove. Okay. 
I might, yeah. I might, I might email him. I think that's the most requested feature, isn't it? A dislike button. Yeah, but you don't want dislike. Yeah, but if someone puts, you know, oh, my family's just been, uh, you know, eaten by a badger. You mean you say sympathise? Uh, but then you might need an empathise button as well. Or empathise? Well, you can have, you can maybe, you can enable which buttons you want to okay. enable on your account. That, that would be good. So you'd, a, a load of different emotions. Yeah. Couldn't give a stuff. <laughs> yeah, not interested. <laughs> Whatever. Don't read cryptic <laughs> nonsense. Oh, I get some of them. Oh, winds me up. My mate Relucas does that all the time. Oh, it's attention seeking. It is. She's an attention seeker. All women are. I can't believe it. <sighs> dot, 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 dot. I never expected yeah. that. No, exactly. Mark. Who would have known I'd have been arrested for that? Yeah. Were you? No. Oh. No, they, they didn't know it was me, to be right. honest. But to be fair, there was no evidence. The, the thing after death, though, is a great <laughs> idea, and... It's a, just one genuinely serious story. Just uh, yeah. So someone I know, unfortunately, uh, died of cancer not that long ago. And on my feed last night, someone had posted something onto this person's wall to say, I'm having a really bad day, shouting at the children. And then I suddenly thought about what happened to you. And I realised that I should, I need to be more patient with my children. And I'm thinking oh, of you. That's nice. And I just read, I read it and I thought, that's fantastic. And if it that is. person's page had not been there, the person that posted that obviously felt wanted to sort of get that yeah. off the chest. I think that's good. I can understand that. I Definitely. think that's a good feature. Good, good feature I wouldn't indeed. put that on yours. No, I wouldn't put it on I yours. Put, I don't really like you. See ya. Smells of wheat. Smiley, big smiley. <laughs> yeah. Thank God he's not here. He used to interrupt me all the time. I yeah. hate him. P.S. I'm seeing your wife. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Dot com. Right, it's that time now, Paul. Oh, it is. It is. You know what time it is, mate? It's time for this. <laughs> Newspaper headlines today. Benedict Cumberbatch to wed on Valentine's Day. Love is in the air on some front pages as the press marks Valentine's Day. The Sun says Sherlock Holmes star Benedict Cumberbatch is to celebrate the occasion by wedding his fiancée Sophie Hunter on the Isle of Wight. Martin Freeman, who plays Holmes's sidekick Watson, is understood to be the best man it adds. The couple are also pictured on the front page of the Daily Telegraph's Valentine's Day special, which promises to reveal travel destinations and meals to spark romance. The paper's lead story focuses on the development of a contact lens that could help age-related macular degeneration. Cumberbatch and Hunter also appear on the front page of the Daily Mail, which tells readers, shh, the celebrity wedding is apparently a secret. The paper's lead story focuses on the Archbishops of Canterbury's regret and deep sorrow over Britain's bombing of Dresden during World War II. Marriages is less happy circumstances uh, are on the Daily Mail, sorry, the Daily Mirror's front pages. The paper has images both of weddings of Adrian Linham, who's jailed for bigamy after his first wife saw snaps of the second ceremony on Facebook. The paper's lead story describes anger at a judge calling a rape victim foolish for being drunk. There's good news for savers on the Daily Express front page. Soaring share prices mean millions of savers have been given a huge boost in the form of increased returns on their pension pots and investment ISAs. Since mid-December, the value of the UK's leading companies has soared 11%, it says. The FT Weekend also chimes on optimistic note this time over the economy of Europe as a whole. It reports stronger than expected economic growth from Germany, which sent stock markets higher, despite lingering concerns about the potential impact of a showdown between Greece and its creditors. However, the eye says it's proof that the poorest communities are being hit hardest by austerity policies. It says figures show that the most deprived areas are subject to the biggest cuts in public spending, while wealthier areas are being protected. 
Meanwhile, the independent warns of a food scandal more serious than that over horse meat being passed off as beef. The government's food crime unit is investigating claims that peanuts and almonds are being used as a substitute for more expensive cumin seeds, putting those with allergies at risk, it says. The Times describes the Conservative Party's plans to crack down on welfare spending as well. It reports that obese people as well as drug or drink addicts will lose their benefits unless they agree to diet or accept a treatment plan. And after a week of reports on the tax affairs of some clients named in documents leaked from HSBC's Swiss banking arm, The Guardian says attention is turned to the head of the BBC Trust. Rona Fairhead was a member of the bank's audit committee at the time in question, it says, adding that she refused to comment. And that is your front page today. It's Saturday the 14th of February, Valentine's Day 2015. It's 9.55. This is 7FM. It's all happening in the newspapers today, yeah, isn't it? Kicking off, isn't it? God blimey! There you go. Oh, I feel exhausted after that. It's hard, isn't it? Oh no, I won't point at your stuff. I don't want you, you to do it. I Shut know, up! I'm not doing anything. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Hopefully, I won't be so nasty to you next week. Because I'm, I'm, right. I'm so highly strung today. I, I'm just saying. Be. I'm just being like I normally am. We, we've complimented each other. Well, not in that way. No. Because uh, I'm still. I feel absolutely hanging as pooped as a poopy poop thing. thing. <laughs> We are so... We should get married. As Johnny Vaughan said to me, wow, I think you should get married. We are. Okay. <laughs> it's time to play a song now, Paul, and to say goodbye to our oh, listener. bye-bye. We'll be back next week with our Peter Street. Definitely, um, probably, maybe. He might be here. Right. And, of course, we've then got... Uh, you've got your show Wednesday. Yeah. So we're going to go out with a nice one by another guy, beginning with the, the letter T. Tony Christie. This is 7FM. Fantastic. Big ones and new ones at uh, 12 o'clock with Andy Henley. Laters. Bye. When the day is dawning On a Texas Sunday morning How I long to be there With Marie who's waiting for me there Every lonely city Where I hang my hat Ain't as half as pretty As where my baby's at Is this the way to Amarillo? Every night I've been hugging my pillow Dreaming dreams of Amarillo And sweet Marie who waits for me There's a church bell ringing Hear the song of joy that it's singing For the sweet Maria And the guy who's coming to see her Just beyond the highway There's an open plain And it keeps me going Through the wind and rain Is this the way to Sweet Marie who waits for me
7fm.com and 7fm.com